Good afternoon and welcome to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, where you'll be inspired, informed, and entertained. I'm your host, Jennifer Stewart, owner of Jazz Potential and creator of Find Your Sparkle. And today I am super excited to have with me my good friend, Lisa Richard. Welcome, Lisa. Well, thank you very much. I'm so glad, Jen, that we finally got to meet after all this time and connect. Oh, my golly. I know it's been at least six months that you and I have been trying to connect. So thank goodness we finally are. I know. And I actually, I, I got to tell you, I think it's almost closer to a year we've been trying to connect. So thank oh you for golly. finally doing this. Yeah, it, it's been uh, your schedule, my schedule, and we're here. So this is good. That is so awesome. So the last time that we, actually, the last time that we did an interview, I think was July last year because I was, you were at the studio, the same as what's happening right now. You were at the studio and I was on my way driving to PEI. <laughs> I, I, you're absolutely right. We can't seem to be in the same room at the same time. There's just way too much jazz potential going on. Between the two of us, that we can't even be in the same room at the same time. Like, oh my God. like worlds would explode. So you you need to be at least 100 kilometers from where I am before um, things might just blow up. No, it's all good. Isn't, it, isn't that crazy, though? So I would like for our next time that we're talking to be face-to-face. Let's that, that will be momentous. Gosh only exactly. knows what's going to happen <laughs> for that show. Stay tuned, folks. When we actually meet face-to-face, it's going to be something. It will be. So I might, I might note as well that Lisa is actually doing a Facebook Live right now while we're doing the interview, but this actual interview is not going to air on CIOE until June 28th at 1230. So you'll have a couple of opportunities to watch it, but I just wanted to let everyone know that this was also airing live on Lisa's Facebook. Um, so when we talked the last time, Lisa, we were you had just had so many nominations and you were going to be going to Nashville again and having all kinds of trips. And we were talking and, and you had a concert at the station and we were talking, trying to get you some time with either Cyril for, for CTV morning live. Anyway, you ended up having a couple of really amazing opportunities and amazing things happen shortly after that. It's Can you been... just give a bre- really brief, sort of summary of what happened because it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I know. I, I really have to start writing this stuff down because it's, um, how do I explain, you know, when people ask me how, what's going on, how, how's this happening? And I said, it's kind of like this. I'm, I'm watching this really cool movie and I'm really enjoying watching this movie unfold. And, uh, it, it's really fun to watch because that's how I feel when I'm talking about this stuff, because it's it's just hard to believe some of the things that are that are occurring and happening. So, um, yes. So when we last left off, I was um, on my way back to Nashville. Uh, during that trip, I got to meet with the amazing Devin O'Day from Grand Ole Opry Radio, and she had heard about my story through. Um, I did end up getting on CTV News with Jason Baxter. Um, to help me find the person that saved my life when I was a kid. She heard about that story. Um, she saw me, my performance with Vince Gill um, uh, by video as well. And then she got to hear my song, Uniforms. She had me on her show uh, on the Grand Ole Opry Radio, WSM Radio. And that has opened up so many other opportunities for me since. 
Um, so yeah, there, there's been a lot going on for sure. Wow, that's incredible. We're going to talk about some of those opportunities in a minute, but I want to talk also about what happened as a result of you being on CTV with Jason Baxter and some of the magnificent things that occurred after that. He was um, certainly instrumental in me finding who this person was that saved my life when I was a kid, because what I had been told um, at that time is that after we had hit a moose with our vehicle and I was left in, in the car because the other uh, kids in the car thought I had already passed and had died, so they, they went to get help. And what I was told was that there was a paramedic and an RCMP officer that eventually stopped and, and helped, which is true. But there's, a, there's about an hour of that story missing, which I did not know uh -huh. about until now. And so... Wow. When I got on the radio show for Grand Ole Opry Radio, it was Devin O'Day who asked me, um, after writing the song Uniforms, had I ever found those people to thank them and tell them that I wrote the song for them. And I said, well, I wouldn't even know how to find them, but you're right, I should try to find those people to tell them about the song and, and to let them know that how grateful I am that they, they saved my life. So the hunt Absolutely. started with Jason Baxter on uh, CTV News and on Facebook and in the newspapers. And, you know, I went back and got medical records and records from paramedics and, and we tried every which way. I had multiple RCMP officers trying to find the people that were involved with that that night. And we kept hitting wall after wall after wall. Um, so months had gone by and I wasn't giving up and, and Jason certainly wasn't giving up either. Um, but we, we came to realize it was probably going to take a little longer than we thought. We, we thought we might find somebody within a few weeks or a month, but months went by. So, yeah. you know, it, we started this in October, I think, last year. And it was probably close to February before we actually connected with this particular person. And that is a whole story wow. on its own. Because, again, we were looking for an RCMP officer or a paramedic that was there at the time. But the person that we should have been looking for was a student that just happened to be driving by and stopped. Wow, that's amazing. So, And was he around the same age as you were? Uh, he was a few or? years older um, than myself. He was in his third, maybe fourth year university. He was doing business, a business degree at the time. And he stopped to see what was going on. The other kids in the cars uh, had mentioned to him that I had was in the vehicle, but I, I had, they had thought I had already passed. And so he ran, he ran down to the car just to see and to make sure that I had actually did pass away. Like he, he just came to double check. Um, cause everybody was in shock as you can imagine. And it's oh really, gosh, yeah. you know, it, it's a blessing that he did because when I got there, he realized I was still breathing. I was crushed in the car and I couldn't move, but he, he realized I was still breathing. So what he did at the time was he held my head and neck in place um, for somewhere around 45 minutes to an hour before somebody actually showed up. Because if you remember the story, we were on a, um, a stretch of road between Miramichi and Bathurst where there's no, no cell phones, no, right. you know, there's no houses. So um, yeah, we, we had no way to get help. So it was almost 45 minutes to an hour before somebody else stopped to help. Um, and 
he didn't know that I didn't know that he wasn't there. I, I had no idea that he did that. And so when we finally wow. connected, it was quite um, quite a reunion. I mean, we spoke for probably probably three hours straight before we took a breath because he just gave me so many details of what happened that night that, um, yeah, it, it really, it, he's amazed that I, that I lived because his story is also amazing. And I hope that he gets to come on your show because he's an amazing person. After that yeah, happened, love- you know, he was just a kid, right? And yeah, exactly. he runs to the vehicle. Like, I don't know at 21 or 22 years old, if I would have thought to run to the vehicle when somebody would tell you that somebody's died in a vehicle. I, I, I don't know if I would run to double check that they were actually dead. I, I would probably panic at, at that age, but he ran to the vehicle just to be sure, saved my life by holding me in place. I know he did. And, um, he became a paramedic after that. Wow. But that's not where his story ends because he was a paramedic for a few years and then he became an RCMP officer. Which he always, right? He always wanted to be an RCMP officer. So he's actually constable right now. Amazing. So he has a whole story that needs to be told. And uh, he's my hero. And uh, he's like a brother to me now. So um, I I hope you get to have him on your show because I would love him to share his story. Oh my gosh, I will, I will definitely, we'll make sure that I have his contact info so I can follow up with him for sure. That would be fantastic. But how did you feel when you actually got to meet him? It was um, very surreal to say the least because number one, like I said, I, I didn't know it was him that did that. And I haven't seen him since, you know, I was probably in junior high when he was in high school. So I knew who he was. But we weren't exactly in the same circles because he was older than I was. So I I was aware of who he was. Um, But yeah, I I had no idea. And so when he walked into the coffee shop, I I did feel like I I was seeing an old friend for the first time in in many years. Um, But I also felt like I connected with a family member that I have not seen in many years as well. We had an instant connection. There's no doubt about that. And then the conversation started and he just, he blew me away with what he told me. He had no, um, he did not expect me to survive because after he had become a paramedic and, and also an RCMP officer, he has seen many accidents and most people wouldn't have survived that type of head injury and blood loss. Um, right. So that's what the two of us just kept looking at each other like, we, we both, and, and I'm a chiropractor, so, you know, I do have health care background and training, and yes. th- it, it makes no sense to me that I I survived. Being in... Well, you know what? Yeah. You were meant to be here, Lisa. That's the only, that's the, the best possible explanation is you are here for a reason. I'm, I am finding out that reason one, one day at a time, and um, I'm, I'm certainly happy to... Uh, hopefully help and, and uh, give hope to other people. And I believe that's um, part of the reason why I'm here. Oh, my golly. So how many times have, have you guys seen each other since you, you reconnected? Well, did, he know that, did he know who you were? Like you said, you knew who he was. Did he know who you were he like did. at the time of the accident? He did. And, well, uh, not initially, but, yeah, then he, once he, he 
realized who I was in the vehicle. Yes, he he knew who I was, but we never connected afterwards. He, first of all, didn't know that I wasn't aware that he was there. Like I was, I was, um, I don't remember any of this. I I was really out of it. So, um, but he just assumed other people would have told me that he was there. Right. So he just assumed that I knew everything. And there was a lot of assumptions going on because I knew absolutely nothing. So he was surprised that I didn't have all the pieces put together. And again, when oh you look gosh. at it, we, we were all kids. I mean, we we're 18, you know, 19 years old. And that, yeah, we, none of us really connected afterwards. Um, and I, oh and I had been in the, the hospital in and out for a few weeks. And then I had to go home and, and do some rehab. And then I was doing surgeries off and on for a while. And, so life just goes on, right? And so, oh my gosh, I yeah. Guess. I'm gonna. We're gonna have a quick break, Lisa, and when we come back, we're gonna hear more about your absolutely incredible story. You're listening to Find Your Sparkle with Jen on CIOE ninety-seven point five FM, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, and welcome back, Lisa. Well, thank you for now, having me. Oh, my golly. So just before break, we were talking about how you got reunited with your hero and that it happened to be someone that you knew through school and it was a bunch of miscommunication that happened. But your life has changed so much because of that that happened. And you've got a lot of stuff going on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about some of that? Well, initially, um, after that accident, I decided to go back to school, even though they told me not to go back to school because I'd gone through um, quite an injury. Uh, I, did, I went back anyway. And I stayed in school um, and, and became a chiropractor. But um, I was always involved with music, and I always wanted to put my own music out there but never had the courage to do it. And um, so I, I sang in a lot of cover bands, and I did – back up for other bands and doing harmony. And I've done that for many, many years um, and loved every minute of it. Uh, but I always wanted to put my own music out there. And once I sort of ripped the Band-Aid off a few years ago and uh, decided to do it, um, things have definitely gone in a different direction for my life in the last few years. It's, it's been pretty amazing. How many trips have you had to Nashville in, say, the last three years? Just for oh, curiosity, fun, well, fun facts about Lisa. Well, you know, I, I've it, it seems like the the number of times that I go is, is increasing, but it's also the length of time when I go has been increasing. So my first few trips, I would go for maybe three or four days. Then it was five or six days. Now when I go, I'm staying for like ten days or two weeks. So um, I wow, to, that's amazing. Yeah, and 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 a lot of that has been. Um, able to happen because of the wonderful relationships that I've been able to develop with some people down there. And um, certainly one of my awesome mentors there, uh, Devin O'Day from Grand Ole Opry Radio, has been instrumental in, in helping me um, develop some of those relationships and, and meet people, and she's been awesome. Oh, well, that's fantastic. It's nice to have people in your court that are willing to, you know, take you under their wing and show you some of the stuff out there and make those connections. Yeah, she, she's been fantastic and she helps so many artists. I've uh, seen her do her magic. I mean, everybody just loves her and she supports so many people. So I am absolutely 100% grateful that I've been uh, added to that circle and, um, 
a big shout out and thank you to to Devin and I'll be back to visit real soon. Now, I think I don't think we were on air when we talked about you had a hosting opportunity the last time you were there as well, didn't you? I did. So I had no idea that was going to happen. And, and I try to explain this stuff to people. I, I do have some things planned before I go to Nashville usually. Um, and, and those things always work out really well. But it's just being there um, and, and meeting people. Stuff just ends up happening while I'm there, which is fantastic. So I, I got to um, perform uniforms uh, for Grand Ole Opry Radio Live at their Sunday gospel show that they do at the Old Smoky Moonshine Factory, which is next to oh the... Oh, my. Yeah, next to the uh, Nissan Center. It's a new venue, and it's absolutely fantastic. Huge stage, big screen, um, big garage doors. The food's amazing. The atmosphere is fantastic. The sound in there is, is lovely. So I got to perform live and um, for the radio show. And then... Um, the surprise was that they asked me to um, co-host a show with Devin. And um, so I got to be a co-host for the day um, for Nashville Today, the radio show. That's really cool. What was the, the best part about that time? You know, um, I really enjoyed meeting and interviewing and, and talking to other people and hearing their stories and um, so it wasn't only music. And Nashville today um, explores different things that are going on in Nashville. So we had different people come on the show. Um, we had someone from the zoo uh, that was visiting and they brought in the new, um, gosh, it was this uh, rare type of uh, leopard kitten that was just born. So they brought in these cute little kittens for us to to see and so oh my god yeah like so it it it, it certainly there, there's music played in between the interviews but um we we got to meet different people doing different things around the community and then this other lady was there to promote some of the free events that go on for families in Nashville because um a lot of people that come to vacation or visit or or that happen to live there um, they, they may not know about some of the free activities that go on. And there's a lot of community events that, um, are free for people to attend. So we got to share that information. So just interviewing people, it was, it was good. It, I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Do you think that's something in your career down the road at some point? You know, I'll, I'll never say no, um, to, <laughs> to those opportunities. I, I had no idea that one was going to present itself we, we did it. Um, Devin is a pro and, uh, she walked me right through it. So yeah, I would never, I would never say no to getting an opportunity to do that again. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And we had Ranger Doug with us too. We had, uh, one of the time jumpers, um, from the, from the band time jumpers who, uh, play with Vince Gill when he plays on Monday nights at, at third and Lindsley. So Ranger Doug came and, um, sat with us as well for for the afternoon so it was it was a fantastic day that's amazing i'm hoping to do a trip to nashville at some point in the not so distant future what would be like for someone like me who's never ever been there and is only going to have probably a couple of days to explore what would you what are your highlights and what would you recommend in nashville if you were the total tourist yep so depending on what days you're there but you definitely got to go to the Opry. And um, 
it doesn't matter what show is there. Every show is amazing. They always have amazing artists on Grand Ole Opry stage. So you have to go to that venue to see one of those shows. Um, so that could be any day of the week. Um, now, the other thing that I would really suggest people to check out is Monday night at 3rd and Lindsley, the Time Jumpers. And that's only on Monday nights. So again, it depends on when you're going to be there. But the show that they put on is is absolutely fantastic. And the sound quality and what these guys do, are, are it's just amazing. And they work, they've worked with every... Uh, well-known artist in in Nashville that you can think of. So, um, and if you're you're lucky enough, you might be there on a night that uh, Vince Gill shows up and uh, sits in with them. So, that's that's a show people should check out. Um, that's, oh, so the say, other that's the really third. Cool. Sorry, what else were you going to yeah, say? Yeah, that's okay. The the third thing is this new venue. Um, I would I would definitely suggest people to go if you're there on a Sunday. Go for their Sunday morning um, soul and gospel uh, presentation by um, WSM Radio. They they record this um, show live for future radio shows, and um, the again the talent that they put on stage for this show is fantastic, and it's a great venue. So and it's right beside the Nissan Center, and there's some parking around there. So, um, but yeah, if you're if you're not uh, renting a car, you can get around by. Uh, Uber or Lyft or all these other uh, cabs or whatnot that can get you there. And uh, it's right beside the Nissan Center, and that's a great place to check out. And then there's Broadway. I mean, you just got to walk down Broadway in Nashville, right? Right. Yeah. Take a walk down Broadway. Any town that has a place called Broadway, you have to check it out. 100%. And there's (laughs) many venues to check out there, for sure. So you've had an opportunity to play with some really amazing artists. I mean, Vince Gill, for goodness sakes. How was that for you? Uh, again, a little bit surreal. I, I did not um, foresee that in my, uh, in my possibilities of ever happening. So um, getting that opportunity and um, them allowing me to do a song on stage was, was pretty amazing. And uh, I got to thank them for making me feel so welcome um, when they did uh, get me up to do that. And uh, wow, there's such a bunch of kidders. So I, I really had to concentrate on what I was doing because I, I, you know, this was a big thing for me. And um, yeah. they were just joking with me the whole time. And um, so they asked me what song I wanted to do. I said, well, I'd really like to do Jolene if we could. Um, so I, I just, they paused and, and it was silent for a few seconds. I was like, oh dear, what did I say? And they looked at me and they said, well, you know, we don't know that song. And I'm like, oh, dear. Okay, um, well, let's think of another one, right? And I'm trying to think of something that that would work, right, with their show. And uh, they let me sweat for a few more seconds. And, oh, we're just kidding. We we know that song. What key do you want to do it in? Right? So that that's how they, yeah, that's how they got me to loosen up a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Oh my golly! That's and and Vince Gill was amazing too. I I didn't expect to go on and have a little bit of banter with him on stage either. But um, I I just figured I would walk on and and do my my thing and walk off. But uh, he he likes to uh, poke a little bit of fun too. So uh, his his first words to me on stage was, "So uh, how'd you get across the border?" 
And uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that question. And so I just kind of whipped my head around and looked at him and I said, well, they just let me slip right in. And so, yeah, it was just kind of funny how that all unfolded. So if you want to see that video of me whipping my head around to answer him, it's on my uh, Facebook page, Lisa Richard Music. It's right at the very top of the Facebook page. Um, everybody's wanted to see that. So I made sure it was at the top of my Facebook page, uh, Lisa Richard oh, Music. Good. Yeah. Who do you want to play with in the future? Oh, Who would gosh. be your dream person, the couple of dream people to play with? Wow, that that's a tall order. Um, you know, look, my my Canadian dream would be Matt Anderson. That would be my okay. my Canadian dream. Yep. And um, my my probably next pick for the U.S. would probably be uh, Chris Stapleton. Well, that's awesome. And well, I would like to see that then. That I, would be very cool. You know, the, I I love what those guys are doing, and. Um, I'm trying to create a a, fee, a female version of what they're doing. Oh, that's really cool. Well, maybe we'll uh, tag them on this interview. You should tag them on the live, too, and they may see it, and maybe we can make sure that happens. We're you almost out of time, know. Lisa. I want to thank you so much for taking time out. I know that you're crazy busy. What makes you sparkle before we go? Music makes me sparkle, Jen. I cannot tell a awesome. lie. It's all about music. I love it. And I love you. I love your energy. I love everything about you. Thanks so much. And I know this is going to be a fantastic year for you. Thank you again for having me. And I can't wait to uh, connect again face-to-face. Exactly. And special thanks to Luke for producing this episode of Find Your Sparkle with Jen. Remember to go out and do something that makes you sparkle today. You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM. And we'll catch you next time.